Here, I'm here. Don't worry. Everything's under control. Oh, no, it can't be. Oh, no. Okay, all right, we'd have to... Uh... Hey, listen, I got a letter from a kid today. He says, uh... To Shepard, he said, I'm... I can hardly, uh... Hardly listen to you. He says, uh... He says, I... I, I... I'm writing this letter to you to tell you that I've been having troubles recently. He says, if you have detected that I have not been listening with my usual uh, acuity, we're out for uh, training for track. And he said, man, I can hardly drag my you-know-what around. So, Shepard, did you ever have anything to do with track? Oh, man. Listen, uh, this is, uh, to me, you know, I'll tell you this, uh, Jerry, I think one of the most exciting sports on, if you ever get a chance to see it on television, is a, is a major track event track games they are really exciting on television uh and and the other day i was watching tv see and uh i, I rarely watch television and uh, so uh, to uh again leap in and say look i'm not a viewer but uh, i wasn't and i i happened to be though however interested in this particular thing that was going on it was a it was a uh it was a televising of a track meet that had gone on someplace out on the West Coast. And I watched these guys get ready to start, and the gun goes off, and, pew, and off they take. They, they take off on this, it uh, looked like about a, a mile track or half mile, three-quarter mile track, and big oval track, and they started to go. And I thought to myself, man, I mean, anybody who's ever had anything to do with track knows his limitations. There ain't nothing that'll teach you quicker that man is not born equal than field events, than track. And uh, I got euchred. I'll tell you, uh, I, I, I uh, sometimes, sometimes late at night, two or three o'clock in the morning, I get this feeling deep down inside of me. I'll wake up, and I won't know where I am, and I'll feel this this hurt, this this sickness down inside of me that. Uh, forever will remain with me throughout all eternity. Did any of you, have any of you ever had anything to do with cross-country? Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you how it happened. Cross-country was something else. But I was, uh, you know, I am a high school kid and uh, totally innocent of... Uh, of the, the forces of nature that deal the, the deal so unfairly and so unkindly with the human with the human psyche and I had been uh, playing around on the football team and I was now on the freshman team you know that kind of thing and at the vaguely around these the fringes of the athletic world and one day in gym class we had gym as uh, all everybody has in high school one day in gym class we're we have this thing where we used to, inside, we had a gym that had a track up on the top of the room. It was like, like uh, raised up. You ever had that, seen that type of a track up around, uh, around the side of the building? It was a cork track. And so this track, uh, he wasn't really the track guy. He was, he was our gym teacher, the guy who was in charge of our gym session. So now look, half of you guys, we're going we're gonna to split you up into two groups. Uh, today, he said, one group of you guys are going to, uh, he said, one group of you guys are going to play down here. He says, you guys, I want you guys all to work out. We're going to do some PT down here. 
on the ground floor, and he said, and the other half of you guys are going to go upstairs, and you're going to run around the track for the first 20 minutes. He said, then we're going to change positions. The guys that are downstairs going up and come on down. Okay, Arch, Arch, you guys going up. So I'm, I'm at the end of the line, see? So I'm down there with the S's. So now I'm up there running around the track with a whole bunch of other guys. We're just going around, kung, 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 making comments and, and the back and forth. You know, the tri- uh, gym tends to be a very uh, routine-type class. You know, it's sort of a dragon. It's kind of fun, and it's, uh, it's just, just like, a, you know, sort of fooling around for 55 minutes is what it really boils down to. So I'm running around up there. And, and we, we kept running past this little room up there. Every time we'd run past this room, we had about 25 other guys, and we're all kibitzing and running past the room, back and back and back and back we go. Until uh, finally somebody says, hey, let's, let's duck into the room. So sure enough, we, we duck in. We're sitting down there on the benches, and, and uh, the coach comes banging upstairs, and he says, come on, you guys, get on a stick. Let's go. Let's move it along here. Now get out there and run. When I say run, I want you to run. So we go out and we start plugging along again. Well, about halfway through this gym class, there's a guy sitting there, and I can't remember his name now, not that it's important, but he had a, a, a strange face, kind of like a car potato. Uh, you know how Carl Malden looks? Carl Malden looks a little bit like a potato with feet. <laughs> and this guy, this guy was like a potato with fuzz. He had a, he had a purple jowl. He had little tiny eyes. It was kind of a potato-like face. And uh, he's, he's standing up there in that room watching us run past. Me and Flick and about 25 other guys. And finally he calls me over. He calls me and Flick and about five other guys. Hey, you guys, come here for a minute. And he was official. He was a teacher type. I'd seen him around. I didn't know who quite he was, but uh, he was an official type. And he called us and said, hey, come here. Yeah, I remember his name. I'm not going to say it in the air because he's quite famous now. Because he went out to become a big man in the field. And uh, he calls me over and he calls Flick over and about three or four other guys. He says, hey, you guys, uh, any of you guys ever decide uh, whether you'd like to go out to track or not? You ever think about track? I'd never thought about track. Track was a, was a thing that I used to see other guys doing always over at the other end of the football field wearing these sweatsuits. And they're usually tall, thin guys with bad complexion that were involved in track. They weren't the type of guys that I knew. Most of us were involved in, in, in contact sports, football, baseball, and so on. This is a... Uh, how about you guys coming out for track? What, what uh, class are you guys in? Well, you know, I'm a freshman. So, <coughs> my wife says, ah, oh, freshman. He said, hey, listen, I said, uh, I want you guys to come out for freshman track. Let's see how you run. Come on out. And the flick said, who, who are you? I'm a freshman track coach. I'd like to see you guys run. Well, you know, that was kind of exciting, the idea of going out for track and uh, and somehow the coach himself asking you to come out. So that night, we we fell out. We, we, after the third or fourth or whatever class we had in the afternoon, we fell out for track down in the gym. 
And there were a whole lot of guys, and there must have been about 50 guys all wearing uh, these these uh, track suits, the, you know, the sweatsuits, and he handed us. We got we got a couple of uh, sweatsuits handed out. Little did I realize what I was getting into. It was just a fantastic experience. And any of you who have never been involved in track, uh, there's no real way to tell you in the end uh, what it's like. And any guy who's listening tonight who was in it, he'll, he'll immediately say, yeah, man, I know what you're talking about. <coughs> Sorry about the cough. This cough switch doesn't work in here. So, uh, yeah, there it goes. <coughs> well, that's what happens when you go, what, what, what's so funny about a cold, Marty? Marty's laughing at that beat hell in there about colds. Well, it's all right. Everybody's got one. But uh, this track that we went out for was a big, the, the physical track was an outdoor track. And it was a big track that went all the way around our football field. It was a cinder track. And, uh, and the minute we got out, uh, this uh, coach, who later became famous, by the way, I, I see his name once in a while in Sports Illustrated. He's now a very famous track coach of a very famous track institution. And he happens also to be the head of one of the famous relays in the country. And that's therein lies the tale. So he's very, very, uh, very cool. Track coaches tend to be extremely cool. They're very different from uh, baseball or football coaches. And he had about three assistants. And there I am out there in my sweatsuit. I had no idea what I was going to run or anything, you know, what I was supposed to do. So he says, all right, I want all you guys now to run from the end of the football field. He said, I'm going to line you up. He said, I want you to run down to the other end of the football field and run back. He said, I want you to run as fast as you can run. I just want you to run. He said, just a steady run. He says, now, I want you to keep your elbows close to your body. Now, I'm going to show you how to do this. He said, I want you to run this way. Just bring your elbows down, up, down, keep them close to your body. He says, raise your knees, and, and when you stride out, stride out. He said, don't, don't take short, choppy strides. Stride out. Now, all right, as soon as I call it out, I want all of you to run down to the end of the football field and then turn around and come running right back again. All right, all set now? We're all standing on the zero-yard line. It was kind of raining. It was a cold day. And uh, we were about to start something, which ended in a pretty interesting thing. So says, okay, all right, let's go. All right, go on, move on out. And so we starts to run. And there must have been 50 of us, maybe 75, running along over that uh, sort of soggy football field, which was soggy from the rain, and uh, each one of us wearing his tennis shoes. We had not yet been given the official track stuff. And all of us wearing these gray suits that said stolen from the Hammond High School track department on the back. And uh, we run down to the end of the football field. It's kind of fun, see? We run down to the end of the football field. We turn around. We start running back. When we get back to the other end, the coach has got a whistle. He blows the whistle. says, all right, now, so I'm going to try some sprints now. He says, I want to try some sprints. He says, I don't want you to, I don't want you to hurt yourself. He said, but uh, I want you to run from here to the 50-yard line and back. He said, in groups of five. I want you to run from here to the 50-yard line and back, and I want you to put, a, put as much as you can behind it. Let's go. So he blows the whistle, and guys start running out, running like mad, running back. Well, this went on for about an hour. 
and we were dismissed. Back into the gym we went, all sweaty, covered with crud and dirt and mud. We sat down, took off our our uh, sweatshirts and stuff, and took showers. He came in, walked into his office, and he's sitting there talking to some other guy who was on his staff, and they're writing stuff down on papers. The first time I'd ever been out for Twang. The next day, now it's beginning to slowly settle down. The next day, uh, he, he sent about five or ten guys back into the gym. He said, look, you fellows, you might as well just give up right now. He said, uh, uh, maybe when you grow a little bit, you may be okay, but uh, now. In other words, he's cutting the squad <laughs> to the freshman uh, track squad. And there were guys who had already been in track. There were, there were kids, you know, who had been in grade school track and stuff. And obviously these kids knew what they were talking about and what they, what they were doing. I didn't, even, I didn't even know the names of the various events, like 220, uh, quarter mile, uh, yard. Of course, I knew about the 100-yard dash, the 220 hurdles and all the rest of it. Well, by the end of the week, me and Flick and four other guys are on the cross-country team. This is WOR, New York. And, uh... I'm Richard Adler, co-producer, co-composer lyricist of the new musical production, The Pajama Game. We're coming December 5th to the Lundfontein Theater, 46th Street between Broadway and 8th Avenue. We have a fabulous cast, including... The cross-country team already is a, is a non-commercial crowd. For any of you who know anything about track, nobody cheers cross-country runners <laughs> because they're never in the track meet. Uh, uh, what the, 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 it's always the hurdlers. It's always the guys in the short dashes, you know, the 100-yard dash. It's the quarter-milers. They're the guys that get the cheers. And uh, after, after a week of cross-country practice, now what does cross-country practice consist of? Well, this is, a, this is the way it went. We would, we would line up at the end of the football field, the cross-country team would line up at the end of the football field, all five of us, and uh, we would start out. We'd just by ourselves. We'd start running. And we would run right out of the field. We'd run out of the field. We'd run back of the grandstands. We'd run all the way down an alley, which went back of the school. We'd run, we'd run through three or four vacant lots. We'd make a great big loop back of a great big paint sign. We'd come back down the main street. We'd run down past in front of the school, wearing our tennis shoes, of course. Then we would cut way down by the railroad tracks, and we're always just sort of trotting along, running along, trotting. It seemed so very easy to see you trot. And we would run for about an hour, just, just run all around the, around, practically all around the school about ten times and back into the, back into the uh, track. And by that time, all the other guys are through, too. They're doing push-ups and running back and forth. Well, this continued for about ten days. And uh, we were officially on the cross-country team now. And then came the day of our first meet. <laughs> and we, you know, we thought we really could run. See? We, really, we really thought we were good. So uh, uh, and, uh, it, was, it, was, uh, it was one of those moments, you know, when I learned a little bit about life. I really learned about life. We were running against an outfit called George Rogers Clark. Well, now, George Rogers Clark was a school that was on the other side of town. 
was, uh, you know how when you go to school, and you're in, especially in high school, the other schools tend to be very exotic to you, and they also tend to be very foreign. And there's always rumors about the other school. Like, for example, George, George Rogers Clark was famous. He was the most beautiful chicks in the world, went to George Rogers Clark. Of course, we had nothing but dogs. Uh, our school was nothing but the fire plugs with feet. These are the little short, fat girls with mustaches. Whereas George Rogers Clark, uh, beautiful girls. Well, the first day, the first track meet was one of the great educational experiences of my life. It was on a cold day, just about like this. And I'm on the track team now. And I've been given my track suit. The week before, we got our official track suits, which were purple and white. And they uh, had purple, uh, the, the trunks were purple. The top part was white, and a big purple number on the back. The number, my number, by the way, was 45. I don't know why it was 45, but it was 45. And a big HHS on the front in purple letters. And it was cold. We were wearing our, our uh, warm-up suits, the, uh, these uh, sweatsuits out there. We were doing our warm-ups. We, we went through a whole routine before our warm-ups always, you know, like running in place for five minutes. We used to do uh, the knee bends and push-ups and set-ups and all that stuff. And the first track meet was on a Friday afternoon. Cold, bitter day. Well, that afternoon, Flick and I, all excited, because, uh, you know, we're going to be in our first track meet, we had stopped by that for lunch. We'd stopped by John's. John's was the joint everybody ate, you know, where you'd stop and get your hamburgers and your Cokes and jazz like that. It was across the street from school. So <laughs> Flick and I went over to lunch. Well, now, the coach had said, now, I don't want any of you guys on the day of the meet, this is the night before, he says, the, tomorrow, the day of the meet, I don't want any of you guys eating anything after you have breakfast. You have breakfast in the morning? He said, I want you to have a light breakfast. I want you to have maybe just an egg, maybe some milk, and a, maybe a little toast. But I don't want you eating nothing at all before the track meet. I don't, want, I don't want you guys to come down here and tell me you had anything to eat. Well, you know, <laughs> you know the feeling of invulnerability you get, you know, when you're a kid. You really do. You really, you're beyond all this, this uh, petty stuff. So we went out uh, at lunchtime, flicking eye to John's. Well, at first, I, I felt a little funny about it. See, somehow I thought, well, maybe the coach knows what he's talking about, you know. But, oh, what the hell, you know, we're sitting there with Josway and all the guys and and uh, so the next thing you know, Flick says, Hey, listen, John, hey, give me, bring me a cheeseburger. And he brings a cheeseburger. Well, I look at the cheeseburger, and it looks so great. I mean, it's a real cheeseburger. See, so I said, uh, Give me a bite of your cheeseburger, Flick. Flick says, Ah, what do you mean? Uh, you want a cheeseburger? Order one yourself. What do you think I am? I'm, I, you know, I'm, uh, this ain't charity here, you know how kids talk. So I says, Hey, John, how about a cheeseburger? He brings me a cheeseburger. Now, I, want, I don't know what made me do this. First of all, I was not, I never had cheeseburgers in the middle of the afternoon anyway. Generally, you know, I was a, a light lunch eater. But somehow, today, I had a cheeseburger. So it's part of the educational process. I began to realize that man is basically self-destructive. So <laughs> I have a cheeseburger. And incidentally, with piccalilli, 
and with ketchup, and with mustard, and with a big slice of Bermuda onion on top of it, right? So, I'm eating a cheeseburger. Well, what do you do when you get a cheeseburger? you got to have something to drink, right? So Flick looks up from his cheeseburger and says to John back at the counter, Hey, John, how about, uh, how about a vanilla malt? John says, One vanilla malt coming up. Bah! Puts it on the machine. I had a pineapple malt. And a cheeseburger. Flick had a vanilla malt and a cheeseburger. We both got up after our sumptuous lunch and went back to history class, which uh, always was after lunch. I'm sitting there kind of drowsing away, with a slight rain pounding out against the window out there, and I was all excited down in my gut, you know, because it was the, the track meet. And they had announced on, on uh, the PA system early that morning there will be a track meet of the freshman track team who is uh, competing against George Rogers Clark today. Uh, the admission is free. The uh, meet will be run beginning at 4 o'clock this afternoon from the main football field. All of you are invited to attend this meet. Let's get the freshman track team off to a good start this year. And the biology club will meet in row 202. Well, you know that. And I'm all excited. See, this is going to be our track meet. Well, the uh, afternoon dragged on. Rain was coming down. And I was feeling ready, man. I just felt ready for the big track meet. We'd been practicing now for three weeks. I felt hard and dynamic. I could really run. And the day before, they had given us our official track shoes. You know, it's a big moment when you get your new equipment. And uh, they, they gave us new shoes. We had, the, we had our new suits. Everything was all clean and bright and shiny. It is now 4 o'clock. We are down in the gym. We're getting dressed. We're suiting up. And incidentally, we did have a couple of really good, good people on the track team, as it later proved. In fact, one guy went on to become a Big Ten uh, pole vaulter. One of the guys we had was a big, tall, skinny guy. He went on later to become a big big deal in pole vault. We had a very, very good 220 hurdles man, too, as later events proved. By the way, he, uh, he had proved himself many a time in the alleys before that. <laughs> I mean, you know, after siphoning gas, this guy could go over a fence like you never saw anybody in your life. So uh, we were just sort of drifting into this whole track thing uh, kind of backwards. And we're getting dressed, me and Flick and a couple of other guys. I remember one of the, one of the other guys on the, on the team was a guy named Fast. Was a guy named, uh, what was his first name? Jimmy Fast. Yeah, he was, he was one of our other boys. And we're sitting down and getting dressed. The coach is walking up and down and, and patting us on the back. You guys are all set now. Any, any questions? Any of you got any questions? Uh, they said, I want you to, want you to lay it out. I want, to, want you to be honest now. Any of you guys feel any problems with your thighs? You feel any? You feel any muscle pulls? I don't want any of you guys running if you got a muscle problem. Now, I don't want any because if you hurt yourself, you'll be you'll be through for the year. Now, now I want you to be straight on that. So I want and you, you guys, you guys on the on the cross country team. I want you to 
I want you to take it easy. I want you to, I want you to pace yourself. I don't want you guys out there running off. I don't want you to get out there and run yourself out the first, uh, first 15, 20 minutes. I want you to pace yourself. We're counting on a cross-country team. Now, you know, George Rogers Clark's got a state championship team. These guys won the state championship for two years in a row, the freshman team. I want you to get out there and clean them up. Okay. And they pass out the sweatsuits and are ready to go. If you've ever been in a gym with a track team suited up, it's a great moment. So he opens the door and he says, all right, now let's get out and get them. He said, I want you guys to keep them move around that field. It's going to be cold out there, so keep moving all the time. I don't want you guys to get no colds. So you stand out there and you get that wind blowing on you. Keep moving, moving all the time. Keep moving all the time. You keep moving, you won't get a cold. Now get moving out there. So we run out and we run under the grandstands and out onto the field. And the rain is slowly drifting down. And there was about, it was amazing, there were, must have been about two, 300 people sitting around watching the track meet. You know, kids come out, and, and mothers and parents and one thing and another. And there's a crowd. So there's a little ripple of applause. Well, across the field was the GRC, George Rogers Clark team. And the, we could see them over there. And they had blue suits. Uh, they, uh, remember the, the blue with big yellow letters on the front. Blue and yellow was their color. They had these big blue uh, sweatshirts, and they're out there working out. The guys are running around. And uh, the guy in the PA system is already beginning to call events. And they, they have it all tacked up on the bulletin boards, who's going to run first and when. And uh, the, the shot put was the first one to begin operation. They're all across the field. These guys start heaving the shot, and the big meat was underway. Well, we sat on the bench for a couple of minutes waiting to get told where to go. And the coach is walking up and down talking to us. And now listen, you guys. He said, I'm going to tell you what. The tendency, you guys, you're going, to, you're going to get out there. He says, they're going, to, they're, going to, they're, going to, they're going to try to psych you begin with. These guys, these guys have got a good ball. He's got a good, good winning team. He said, they're going to try to psych you. He says, so don't be psyched. Right? Don't be psyched. Isn't that great how people tell you this? Don't be psyched. Just go out there and know you're as good as anybody that's ever run out there. And he said, I want you to run careful and easy. And if you pace yourself, you're going to give them a hard time. All right, now give them hell. Well, we got up and we trotted down to the end of the field where the cross-country guys were assembling under the goalposts. And uh, all five of us and there was our, there was our, our, uh, our uh, opposite numbers, five other guys from GRC, the cross-country team. There were ten in the race. And we line up down there. Well, now, a cross-country race is, is not really an exciting race to watch. It's very exciting to run it. Extremely exciting. So we lined up down there. We had been told what the course was, where we were to go. We were to go cutting down across the field, make a great big loop all the way around the field. Then we were to go cut past the Civic Center, down past the railroad yard, and they had little flags where we were supposed to go. Then we go down this long road, an alley, down at the end, turn right. Anyway, the whole, the whole thing was about five miles, a good five-mile run. So we line up. 
Up goes the gun. I'm waiting. It's my first official meet. All excited. Boy, that feeling of fantastic excitement in your gut. I did not realize at the time that it was more than excitement. It was at work. Off goes the gun, and we start running. Well, we run down the field, and boy, I'll tell you, it was a great feat because people start to applaud. You know, there's a half a half a dozen people start to yell and cheer, and we run right past the crowd. And at the beginning of a cross country race is the best part of a cross country race for those of you who have never run this. It's a great because you're first of all you're feeling good, and nobody runs fast. See, so we're running along, we run past the, the stands. And as we run past the coach, he's sitting on the, on the bench there, and he's got some kid's leg that he's working on. And he says, give him hell. Hey, give him hell, you guys. We run. And, and running next to me is a little short squat guy, George Rogers Clark. And he's got a, his blue suit with the big yellow numbers on it. And this little guy is about, I'd say, five feet two. And he's a little short, wide guy. And he's running along, and his feet are going up and down. <laughs> he's running with this, <laughs> like a little animal. I'm running along cool and easy next to him. And we make the big turn, and we start heading down past the Civic Center. And the rain is coming down. And they're now strung out in a long line. And we just start to run. And we ran. And we ran. And we ran. And we ran. And to my left now, and slightly behind me, is Fleck. We're both running cool and easy. We run the first mile. We covered about a mile, I'd say, when attrition began to set in. <laughs> Not with us yet. Uh, one, of the, one of the guys up in the front is running along. All of a sudden, he just cut to the right, and he sat down on the curb. His face is as white as just, uh, he's just white, you know. <laughs> we run right on past him. <laughs> and and it, it, was, it was one of the guys on our team, so he, he's already conked out. So there's four of us left. And we are now approaching, roughly, the two-mile mark. We've been out running a good... Uh, 15 minutes or better, you know, and it's beginning to, I'm, I'm beginning to work up a sweat now. I'm really working up a sweat. And that little guy, that little short guy from George Rogers Clark is now a good half a block ahead. And not only that, this guy is moving like a machine. I never saw anything like it. This guy ain't slowing up one bit, you know. By this time, you know, we're kind of sort of running kind of sloppy. I can remember my feet flying out sideways half the time. And that little guy up there, he's, he's going, choo, 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 choo. he's moving real cool, see? Well, we passed the three-mile mark. And I started to feel kind of strange. I, I wasn't exactly tired. I was beginning to feel vaguely numb. Very strange feeling. It was very... A gnome. It was about like, I would say roughly from my knees to my waist, there was a curious numbness was beginning to set in. And I thought that my pants were too tight. Something. I began to feel something grabbing me around the back. I'm running along there and I could feel the sweat running down one side of my face and the other side of my face felt cold. It's a very strange feeling. Well, Flick is now strung out behind me. He's about 15 or 20 yards behind me. I kept seeing him back there. And he's making strange sounds. Yeah, Flick was 
what was uh, making a curious sound sounded a little bit like a whinny. Yeah, he was making a whoo. He was going whoo, whoo. I still can hear it sometimes if I concentrate. And the flick is a tall, skinny guy. Well, well, there's nobody else in our in, in, in sight. Uh, we, we the guys that were behind us are so far behind us we can't see them, and the guys ahead of us are so far ahead they've gone around the corner. We've now gone about four miles. Now, I knew that once we went around the Civic Center on that third lap, that we were going to head back for the, for the field, a long run back to the field. Well, as we turn around the Civic Center, I'll be doggone, I see that little guy. He's ahead now, way out there. He's, that guy's about a, I would say he's about half a lap already ahead. He's way up ahead of us there. And that little, that little tiny figure, I could see him go, dum, 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 dum. he's moving away. And there's a guy directly behind him who's also got a yellow and a blue suit. I didn't see anybody else out there. I don't know where they all went. Just me and Flick and that, those two up ahead there, and I could hear some thumping coming from way behind us. Well, we make the turn at the Civic Center. We are now running along as fast as I can, as fast as I can move. I'm running. I'm, I'm, I'm running behind... The stands. We have to make a big loop behind the stands. We're about a half a mile or so, maybe even more, maybe a half mile, maybe uh, close to a mile from the final, the final line. Run along there. When Flick, suddenly, behind me, I hear this funny sound. Flick goes, ooh, ooh, and I look back, and Flick goes, he's wobbling. I never saw anything like it. He's literally wobbling. His his legs are like rubber. <laughs> <laughs> he's wobbling, and, and, and he, there's, there's bushes all next to us. He's wobbling. He wobbles into the bushes, and he goes, <laughs> Well, it was fantastic. I don't know what, what it did to me. He, 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 he started to heave all over the place in the bushes. Well, I ran about 20 yards further on when it hit me. I tell you, it was like a blackout, like somebody threw a switch in my head. I, I saw purple lights, blue, and everything, and I, I, I found myself wobbling my... <laughs> I'm wobbling off, and I could hear Flick moaning behind me. I run into the bushes, and just it just... Well, it was unbelievable. You, you, you wouldn't believe that one cheeseburger could have so much bulk. It's fantastic. Well, I, 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 I just remember a, a couple of brief flashes and all I know is that I passed out. That's I knew that. I, I, I couldn't stand up. I'm laying in the bushes. <laughs> and I, I, the last thing that I remember seeing before I finally, finally passed out was I saw another guy go past. He just went running past a guy in this blue suit with, with yellow numbers. He went dum, 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 running right past. It was another guy. So he go past, just right past us. And I'm sitting in the bushes, and I just passed out at the end of the ball game. The next thing I knew, there's rain in my face. And I'm, I'm, I'm waking up, and I feel, oh, I feel so sick. I feel so sick. I can't tell you how sick I felt. I remember sitting up in the bushes, and I can see somebody off to my right also sitting up in the bushes. It is Flick. His new tracksuit is all covered with this terrible stuff. Well, I, I didn't realize at the time, so was my tracksuit covered with this terrible stuff, and I could hear people hollering from inside the, 
inside the football field, you know, where the track meet is going on. Well, I slowly got up to my feet, and I, I, I was very shaky, very wobbly. Everything seemed to be kind of watery around me. And the, the, the ground was spongy. I sat down again in the weeds. Flick sat down in the weeds. I said, Flick. He said, yeah. Flick, that, that cheeseburger? He says, yeah, oh. Flick. We lost. He said, yeah. Well, the two of us finally got ourselves to our feet. We walked past the stands, very wobbly, heading for the dressing room, trying to get back into the dressing room without being seen. We just got to the end of the stands, when out from under the stands comes the coach. So what happened to you guys? see what happened to us. Flick was covered with it from head to foot. <laughs> I said, I said, I don't know. He said, oh, he said, didn't I tell you guys not to eat? Did you eat? Well, it was obviously we ate. get back in the dressing room. So get back in the dressing room. Take a shower. He said, I want to talk to you after this after the meet. So we wobbled on our way down to the gym. I sat in the in the dressing room, smelling to high heaven. Oh, I could still smell that, that, that terrible smell of fermented cheeseburger and pineapple malt. Ugh. <laughs> All the rest of it. And a couple of guys had just come drifting in from the from the relay team our relay team, which had just suffered its first defeat. And uh, they, were, they were looking kind of bugged. They were covered with dirt and crud. And uh, they were in the middle of an argument. One of them, one of them says, well, look, when you hand it to me, we're crying. I don't, you, you hit me in the arm with it. What am I supposed to do? You're supposed to hand the damn baton. The other guy says, well, come on. He says, what am I going to do? He says, you're standing there looking around. You're talking to somebody else. Big argument going on. Our track team is already breaking up in the rancor. Well, I sat there for about five minutes with my head in my hands. And Fleck, sitting next to me on the other end of the bench, when in came a guy from a local paper. I, the first time I'd ever been in a paper, he comes in and he says, Hey, he said, you fellas, you're on the, on the uh, cross-country team? And then Fleck says, Yeah. He said, Would you guys, uh, uh, Did you guys hear what happened this afternoon? He says, What? You mean you didn't hear that they set a record this afternoon? George Rogers Clark set a state record. State record. State record for what? He says cross country. Kid broke the cross country record for uh, for freshman. That was that little guy. Way ahead of me. Sat there for a long time. My head hurting. I went in and took a shower got dressed. It was all over for the day. And that afternoon, riding home on the bus, Flick and I sitting there real quiet, going home for our first defeat.
the track. And that night, I'm reading the paper about it. This Hammond High track team, freshman team, takes drubbing at hands of George Rogers Clark. Not one of our cross-country runners finished the race. Not one. But that lesson, I have never forgotten. I was the member, I was part of a, of a record-breaking performance. I like to believe that I helped them out. The next Monday, which, uh, of course, after the weekend, oh, just, it's a terrible feeling of, of, of defeat. Not only defeat, but it was, a, it, was a, it was a whole new ball game. Up to this point, I thought track was easy. Very, very strange atmosphere came the next Monday. It's four o'clock in the afternoon. We're all standing down on the gym. And our coach is walking up and down in front of us. All right, you guys. I hope some of you learned something last Friday. I hope some of you learned that there's some good men in this world. And when you're competing, you got no friends. I understand some of you learned about eating on days of meats. Whether or not I know what I'm talking about, right? Okay. This afternoon, I want you to get out there and run. I don't have to say anything about it anymore. Just run. If there's any questions, you come down to the gym and ask me a question. Outside of that, I'm not going to say nothing. Any questions? There were no questions. It was the beginning of the track season. We had 12 meets that year. On the ninth meet, the cross-country team won its first race. We beat a team called the Lincoln High School, which was from a town about 40 miles away. And they reputedly had a student body of 86 people. We trounced them thoroughly. It was a long season. The rain kept coming down, and every Friday we'd get out and run. I remember the great excitement that I felt the first time I actually finished the cross-country race without heaving, without collapsing. And so anybody out there who has ever run the long distances knows about the loneliness of the long-distance runner. You are alone. And you just keep running under the sky. Did you ever see the movie? The loneliness of the long-distance runner never shows up on television. Watch it. It's a little hokey at the end, but uh, there's a lot of truth in that. And you don't even feel part of the team. You don't. Because everybody else is out there doing it in front of people. But the long-distance runner, 
He's always running next to a hedge all by himself. His gut deep down inside is churning. He just keeps picking him up and laying him down. And way ahead of him is always another figure who's picking him up and laying him down. Picking him up and laying him down better than you can ever pick him up or lay him down. And he's usually disappearing into the middle distance. Yes. And the sky moves above you. The birds fly across the trees ahead of you. Once in a while, somebody gives you a strange glance as you run past with your big number 45 on your back. And your gut just keeps churning deep down inside. And your thighs hurt. Oh, they hurt so that you don't believe that you can move them ever again so that they be normal. Way ahead of you is that the winner. There's always a winner ahead of you. Running like some some monster, some demoniacal, insane idiot. His feet moving in a superhuman, subhuman way. Is he close to an ape? You don't know. You just keep running with your gut churning. You can taste the old pickalilly of old defeats. Ancient victories. 